Please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to Annapolis a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Hi, I'm Jimmy Apple, and welcome back to An Apple a Day. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast, and there you're going to find articles and show notes on the topics we discuss here. You're also going to find access to our Facebook pages and to our own private message board and chat rooms, and it's all free. So stop on by. We'd like to see you there. How are you this week, my friends? Did you keep all your doctor's appointments? Did you get your prescriptions refilled? Did you take your medication the way you're supposed to? Have you gone to all your therapist appointments? Are you doing those exercises? I know you are. I'm not even going to ask. I know you are because you want to feel better and you're feeling better. Are you ready for a new year coming in? Can you believe it's 2018? 2018 comes in in a couple of days. It's like when we were kids, we watched Star Trek. And this is the future. We're in the future. Imagine that. It's unbelievable. Well, today we're going to talk about parties, family parties. We're going to talk about saving money naturally. And we're going to talk about this new diagnosis put out by the World Health Organization. They say playing video games and addiction to video games is now a disability. It's now a disease. Yeah, you know what it's called? It's not not an addiction to video games. It's called laziness. Give me a break. How can you say that playing Grand Theft Auto or Call of Duty or Madden Football, for that matter, is the same as cancer, diabetes, heart disease? It's not. It's sheer laziness. Anyone that can sit eight hours playing a video game and you're an adult or quote unquote adult, it's not a physical disability. That's a mental problem. It's not even a mental problem. You know what? It's laziness. It's lack of priorities. You'd rather sit there and play a game than take care of your family or go out and find a job. Where do you live? In your mother's basement? What are you, one of those snowflakes that are afraid to grow up? You're 30 years old and you're still playing these stupid games? The games aren't the problem. It's you that's the problem. You. You want to sit there and waste your life playing a game? Go for it. But don't expect other people to pay for it. And don't expect to be coddled and say, oh, poor you, you have some kind of disease. That's not a disease. That's just self-indulgent. If it was food, it would be called gluttony. That's not a disease. That's not a disability. That's a serious, serious character flaw. If you're hooked on video games, well, what, what else are you hooked on? Are you hooked on potato chips? Are you hooked on your footy pajamas? Are you hooked on sleeping all day and playing games all night? Does that make you disabled? No, that makes you a moron. It's time to grow up, snowflake, and start taking care of business. Start acting like an adult. Put down the games. What was the problem when you were younger? What were you addicted to? Candyland, shoots and ladders, Atari? Come on. This is far from a disease. This is far from a disability. This is just a character flaw. And it's time for you to correct your character flaws. And it's not time for the rest of us to be paying for it. They want to make this, the the health organization wants to make this a disease that has to be covered by insurance. Does this make your head want to explode? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. 
this is not a disease. You've got people that have real diseases out there, and they can't get help. They, you've got you've got a whole boatload of homeless vets that have no place to live. They don't have medication be, because they don't go to doctors. They can't afford to go to the doctors. They can't afford to wait 24 hours at the VA try, just to get seen. They go it alone. Those are the real sick people, not the morons that are stuck playing, uh, like I said, Grand Theft Auto. Are you going to compare Grand Theft Auto or Madden football to what the vets go through or what the people with heart problems, diabetes, cancer? Are you going to really compare it to that? There's no comparison. Zero. None. All right. Now, I'm not a doctor. I told you I'm not a doctor, but I have a suggestion on how to handle this all. This is the way I'd handle it especially if it was one of my loved ones that was addicted to video games. I would go, while that person is playing the video game, I would go into my workshop or my garage, get a hammer, go into the room where they're playing their football on their video game, tell them to sit back, and then take a hammer and beat the game console till it's down to small little minute pieces. While they're freaking out about that, go over, take the video games, put them in a pile, then take the hammer and beat the video games till they're in little pieces. Then take them all, put them in a trash bag, and put it out in the garbage. Get rid of them. That'll solve your problem. They don't need therapy. They don't need a shot. They don't have to go on disability and stay home to, to work out their problems. What their problem is is they're self-indulgent, lazy pigs. That's all it is. This isn't a disease. This is a game. These are games that they're playing. And it doesn't qualify as a, as a disease. It's not the same as all those other diseases out there. Kidney disease, heart disease, cancer. It's nothing like that. This is just gluttony. It's the same as gluttony. And if you're going to coddle them and you're going to say, oh, poor baby, and here's a warm blanket and here's a glass of warm milk and maybe you can get some rest and we'll get you some tranquilizers and we'll get you some pain pills and some, some kind of psychotropic drugs to make you feel better. Feel better? Give them, a, give them a good kick in the tail feathers and send them out to get a job. Get a job. Make them start supporting themselves. Make them take care of their own family. Make them move out of the basement. That's how that's how you're going to help them, not by giving them money and giving them health care and giving them this and giving them that. There comes a time where we have to stop giving and we have to start helping them to modify their own behavior. You know, you've got the government telling you they're going to cut back on on Social Security. They're going to cut back on Medicare. They're doing all of it. And you're going to add this in as a disease. And how many people are going to go in there and say, well, I'm addicted to video games, so I have to go on disability. It's just ridiculous. You got to lose this mindset that says we'll just throw money at problems. Especially when the problem is that the person's just too lazy, just too self-indulged to put down a game control and go out and get a job. Get up, take a bath, take a shower, shave. It's not a disease. It's a character flaw. That's all it is. It's nothing that's life-threatening. The only way it's life-threatening is if you stop give them, giving them money. If you as a parent or a spouse or a loved one or, or a really good friend, you stop coddling these people. Stop coddling them and make them see. You know, they always say, you're never going to change things until you hit rock bottom. Well, take away all the comfort that you're giving these people that are sitting around. Of course, they're sitting around playing video games because you're giving them the money and, and the wherewithal to do this. All right. Look, I'll tell you what. You want to have the 
these people covered by health insurance? Make them pay a higher premium than the rest of us. Just like you do with smokers, okay? Or anyone that has a risky lifestyle. Pay a higher insurance premium. Why should the rest of us who don't have the opportunity to sit around all day and play video games till our heart's content, why should we all pay for these people that do? All right, you know what? It's getting a little bit heated, so why don't we take a little bit of a break here, okay? I'll be back in 30 seconds. Please stay with us. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. Today you're going to find articles about the topics we discuss. You're going to find our connections to our Facebook page. And you're even going to find connections to our private chat board. So take a minute, go over, visit www.famousapple.com. But please wait till the end of this podcast. Don't run out on me now. Let's get back to the discussion. And we're back. 30 seconds. That was enough to uh, quiet me down, I guess, a little bit. You know, I get I get riled up over this. This entitlement thing, this this thing about you have to take care of me because I'm irresponsible. Uh, that's a lot of hokum to me. That's a lot of bull. I have no problem. Somebody that goes out to work and they, they fall and they break their leg or whatever. But they're out working. They're taking responsibility for their life. They're taking responsibility for their family. And they got hurt in the process. Those are the people I want to take care of. I don't want to take care of people that, well, I don't feel like going to work. I'm going to play video games today. Oh, I'm only going to play one more. But look at I'm playing this one now. I'm playing that one. Grand Theft, football, baseball, basketball. Yeah, I'm a pro. I'm a pro. Yeah, I'm good. And you spend eight, ten hours doing this. But you don't worry about your family. You don't worry about paying rent. A lot of times, these people are living in their mommy's basement. You know, and mommy and daddy are taking care of them. Well, let mommy and daddy pay their medical bills if this is supposed to be a disease. Don't put it on the rest of us. You know, even to that fact, junkies, people people that are out there shooting heroin, they didn't wake up in the morning and the heroin just jumped in their system while they were on their way to work. They woke up that morning, they went out on the streets, they looked for a dealer, they bought a dime bag, they went into an abandoned building or wherever they went, they shot it up, they got high. And then what happens is they overdo it and they pass out in the street. Now the cops come, the ambulance comes, they give them a shot of Narcon, they bring them, bring them to the hospital to check them out, and they put them back out on the street. No charges, no charge for the ambulance, no charge for the Narcon that just saved their life. No charge for anything. And there's no legal charges against them. They're doing something illegal. People people seem to have lost their mind. They seem to have forgotten the meaning of that word. They're doing something illegal. But they let them go. But then I, I ask you, what about the person that's a diabetic and they have to get insulin and they don't have any money to get insulin? Nobody's giving it to them. That's just as life-threatening as somebody that overdoses on drugs. Without the insulin, they're going to die. But no, I don't see, I don't see any police call pulling up to a diabetic's house saying here's the insulin for a month here's needles to give yourself insulin with the junkies they have needle exchanges it's an illegal activity that means they're enabling these people to commit a crime by giving them needles and don't tell me oh it's to save uh, to save their life and stop a, an epidemic or whatever the people that are going to use these needles and reuse these needles that's their problem 
as far as I'm concerned. That's their pro- That's not my problem. I have enough problems in my own life. I don't have to worry about someone else getting their jollies by shooting some kind of crap in their arm. If, if they don't know that that's going to hurt them, then that's their problem. The same thing. I wouldn't jump in front of a car. I know that it's going to hurt. <laughs> I get hit by the car. These people, these people are going out, they're shooting up and they're having their, they're getting their rocks off and at the expense of us when they overdo it. And then you have the, the alcoholics, the same thing. Nobody puts a gun to their head and says, drink this. No, they go out, they get the bottle, they put it to their lips, they drink it down. But yet, we're all supposed to take care of them because they chose this lifestyle. You work in the city of New York, work for the city, and you have a problem with alcohol, and they'll send you to rehab. They'll pay for the rehab, and they'll hold your job for you. That's unbelievable. You know, you're on the job, you're drinking, you lose your job. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Nobody holds anybody responsible anymore. And then you go, you used to, they go to Al-Anon or Alcoholics Anonymous, I should say. And because they stay sober for, what, 12, 16 weeks, they're giving them a pin or a badge or whatever it is they give them for doing the right thing. Oh, my God, why don't we just give... Why don't we give pins to everybody that gets up in the morning, goes to work, brings their paycheck home, supports their family. Why don't we just reward them? Or the kids that go to school and they get a good report card. The parents are giving them money. Whoa, here's 10 bucks. You did great on this. Why are you rewarding them for doing what they're supposed to do? They go out and they rake the leaves. They clean the gutters, clean the garage. Hey, by all means, they went above and beyond. Hit them, you know, hit them up with a 10 or 20. But they have to go to school. They have to pass school. And you're going to reward them because they did the right thing and studied? Do you punish them when they, when they don't? Do you punish them when, when their marks go down? Or you just keep on paying them because they passed? I have no want to help anybody that has no desire to help themselves. If you're going to sit there and do this to yourself, you're on your own. It's time for you to take responsibility for your life and stop expecting others to do it for you. All right, let's move on here. Being disabled, does that make us brain dead? I don't think so. Like I said, I've been disabled for quite a while. But you get people that seem to think we are. This holiday season, well, it started with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, my wife and I put together a, a, a dinner here at our house. Now, it's not like we just threw this together at the last minute. We saved, we made sure we could afford it, and we did it. And it was great. We had a great time. People sat around. We were talking and laughing. Oh my goodness, it was great. It was it was honestly great. We couldn't have had more fun if I tried. And it felt good. It broke up the monotony of, of my life, to be honest with you. And it was just a lot, a lot of fun. Now, like I said, my wife and I put this together. We knew what it was going to cost. We saved the money. We had the money put away for it. And a nice time was had by all. At the end of the evening, a relative went up to my wife and said, Here, I want to pay for this. And she said, no, 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 no. We we took care of this. This is, you know, our gift. Well, no, 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 no. I want to I wanna put in because, because of whatever. And he just put the money in the, on the side and walked out. Later on that night, I had some people staying overnight. And my wife told me this. And I was like, call him up right now and t- ask him wh- whether he wants a check or he wants to cash back. But we're not accepting his money. I, d- I don't need somebody to come into my house and think because I'm disabled that we can't afford to do this. We're not brain dead. We, we figured this all out ahead of time. We did it. It's not hurting us financially. We still have money to get through the rest of the month and we're good. But he came in and felt he had to do that. Me personally, I was insulted by it. I don't think he did it maliciously. I think he did it with all the good in his heart. But I was insulted. You've taken, a lot's been taken away from me over the years. But I still have pride. Like I said, we planned this. 
Well, a lot was talked about. Nothing was ever done because my wife and other people are saying, well, he doesn't have a way to reciprocate right now. So this is his way of reciprocating. But you don't have to reciprocate to me. <laughs> if I'm given this gift, that means I got to reciprocate to him because he took it away. He's paying for it. Like I said, there was a lot of discussion. The money was put to the side. It was never used. Well, come Christmas, again, we planned this for this year. We always go to my sister-in-law's or something like that. This year it was our year we were doing it you know that person came again and again we had such a good time it was so much fun there was no arguing no bickering we just laughed we had a great time and you know what christmas is even better when you have little kids around and that's what we had and it was it was just a wonderful night everyone was leaving again we had people staying over for the night but my wife went to go put fresh towels in the in the bathroom and she came out and she says look at this and there it is thanking us for our house hospitality and happy holidays and all this other open it up there's five hundred dollars in cash in there now i blew my cork because you're doing this to me twice do you think again do you think i'm brain dead that i would put ourselves in financial harm to throw a party what am i 12 no this again this was our gift to the family we had we had a nice prime rib dinner we had turkey we had all the fixings this was our gift and again you're going to try and take it away from us? Again, I know it's not meant maliciously. And I know it's meant with the best of intentions. But you're taking it away from me. I was giving this to you. If, if someone gives you a sweater, do you turn around and say, that's a nice sweater. I figure it must have cost 20 bucks. So you leave 20 bucks on the side to pay for the gift? I find that insulting. But I want to know how you feel about it. What would you do? Would you give the money back? Would you say something? Would you keep the money? Let us know in the comment section here on the podcast podcast page leave us a comment or, or email it to me at admin at famousapple.com that's a-d-m-i-n at famousapple.com let me know what you think let me know what you would say to the person or if you would say anything and you know what we'll discuss them on the next podcast we'll discuss your responses and see how other people feel about it me personally i want to take the money give it back to them not mad i'm not mad at him i'm mad at the situation like i said I'm a little bit insulted by the whole thing. Not insulted by him, but by the situation. So let me know what you would do. All right, let's look at a money-saving tip for the week here. Now, if you have insurance through your spouse, as well as Medicare, now you know if, if you have insurance through your spouse's job, nine times out of 10, because there's more than 100 people at the job, their insurance is primary, Medicare is secondary. Now you're paying for that insurance through your spouse's job, and you're paying for Medicare. When you go to the doctor, Naturally, you're using primary as your, your spouse's insurance. There's always a copay, unless they got super-duper great insurance. But there's always a copay, whether it's $25, $35. What do you do? Do you pay that copay when you're at the, at the doctor's office? Or do you tell them they have to bill Medicare? And Medicare pays 80% of the, of the copay. Look, you're paying for Medicare. Let them earn their money. Now, every doctor I go to, and I go to a lot, every doctor I go to, I tell them, this is my primary insurance, which is my wife's, and this is my secondary, which, uh, which is my Medicare. And they say, well, there's a $35 copay on this. All right, you have to bill Medicare at $35. And they're very agreeable to it. So I walk out of, the, out of the doctor's office paying nothing. I said, and you just bill me for whatever Medicare doesn't pay in the copay. I've never gotten a bill from any doctor. They've accepted what Medicare has given them, and that's the end. 
end of it. So you can save that money. You don't have to avoid going to the doctor. If you have two insurances, use the two insurances. Now here's another thing. Are you a diabetic? Do you know under Medicare, you're allowed to get a new pair of shoes with the special orthotics you don't just go out to a shoe store and buy them. You have to go to a podiatrist and order them through a podiatrist. But you're allowed to do that, and that's covered by Medicare, all right? Now, what I found is, again, I have insurance through my wife, and I have Medicare. So naturally, it has to go through my wife's insurance first. What I found is they're paid for 100% between the two insurances. Now, do you know you can also go to the eye doctor every year? And it's covered. Medicare Medicare covers it. So you give them their primary insurance first, and then you give them Medicare. And again, you'll walk out without paying anything for the exam. You're, you're allowed so much money through uh, the eyeglass plan for your frames and your, your lenses. So you may end up paying a little bit there out of pocket, but the exam is covered. So use the insurance. You have the insurance, use it. Okay. Well, that's going to be it for this week. I appreciate you stopping by and please leave us a review below. Give us a rating on, on an apple a day. I'd appreciate it. And don't forget to email us. Let us know what you think about that. That other thing with the relative leaving money for you. And again, you can email us at admin at famousapple.com. I'll leave it right here in the comments section and we'll discuss it on the next podcast. But thanks a lot for stopping by. If you would, subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. And just one more thing. I just want to bring this up. Being that we're our podcast is fairly new here, we're doing great in our numbers. Do you know we have listeners in California, New York, Maine, Maryland, Virginia, and New Jersey? And on top of this now, I just I just looked at the stats today, and we have five new listeners. Guess where? Tokyo, Japan. We're going worldwide here, and it's all because of you. So again, subscribe to our podcast, let your friends know about us, and we can have this big party. Go over to www.famousapple.com, join the message board, join the chat room. It's all free. This way we can build this community. Okay? Thank you very much, and you have a great week. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.